welcome back to our next edition of What's Up America with Mike Kerr, as always proudly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, in the general Orlando, Central Florida area, USA, planet Earth. My uh, guest today is Louis A. Josephson, who is a published and award-winning ASCAP composer from central New Jersey, who is currently attending Juilliard. And uh, Louis, it's such a pleasure and honor that you could join me today. We know that you compose a lot of music for a lot of different things, and we'd be here all day if we we, li- we listed all of them, so we'll have you do, do that. But we understand that you're now a student at Juilliard, and you create all this this great music. But tell us a little bit about your background and where your love and passion for composing comes from. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Um, Yeah, so I started composing at a very, very young age. Um, I started, I guess you could say I started composing before, like, I knew that I was, like, actually composing. Um, I've always been a very musically oriented person. Um, my, my parents tell me that I started, um, with music before, like speaking, you know, reading and writing English, um, that I learned English through music, through the contour of, of speech and through, you know, rhythmic patterns with words, um, so I've always been very music oriented. Um, my grandmother, um, may she rest in peace, um, was um, an opera singer. She was very good friends with Beverly Stills, um, and she, her side of the family was very musical. Um, my father's side of the family was not so musical. Um, however, they um, they provided different. Um, different traits and elements that definitely incorporated in my, in my musical world. Um, I, I started composing, um, when I was young, I started playing the piano and singing. Um, I started taking formal composition lessons at the age of six. Um, I, I took, I, I studied with one teacher, um, and we, um, we focused on songwriting that was my first um, medium of composition um, where I, I learned a lot about, you know, writing songs and performing my own music. Um, and then as I got older, I became more um, involved in different ensembles. Um, in, uh, in fourth grade, um, I was in the school chorus. Um, so then I started writing more vocal music and, and choral music. Um, and then I, I won a, a small local competition, um, in the, within the, you know, the Jewish community, um, for a choral piece. And that definitely opened my eyes. Like, you know, it was so exciting to hear my piece performed by this, you know, this big choir. Um, and I think that that sort of like inspired me to just keep going, um, not that I ever had any doubts to stop or anything, but that just like reminded me like this is this is awesome, you know, having other people perform my music. Um, then fifth grade, I joined um, the school band, um, and that made me want to write music for bands. Um, and then I um, 
summer of fifth grade, I went to a sleepaway camp, Long Lake Camp for the Arts, which is in Long Lake, New York. Um, and I was cast in my first musical. I was in Elton John's Aida, um, which coincidentally, you know, I was, um, I mean, my my first, um, like, uh, inspiration music-wise was classic rock artists such as Billy Joel and Elton John. Um, and, you know, I got these through my father, always listening to this music in the car. Um, and then when I was cast in a musical by Elton John, I just thought that was, like, the craziest thing. Um, so then I wrote my first musical. Um, something I would not <laughs> show you for this phone interview, but it definitely was, um, you know, a lot of fun to write when I was young. Um, and then in middle school, I continued playing in ensembles. Um, I um, then was introduced to um, a, uh, the Westminster Conservatory of Music in Princeton, um, New Jersey. Um, and there I was exposed to classical music, um, Beethoven, Brahms, Mozart. Um, it was actually after studying Beethoven's Fifth Symphony in my history class that I wrote my first orchestra piece. Um, and from there, I continued composition studies. Um, I was at Westminster for a few years. Um, and then in 10th grade of high school um, was my last year at Westminster Conservatory. I completed all my requirements, so I decided to have a senior recital uh, in 10th grade. Um, so I put together a recital of a few of my pieces. Um, I had... Um, chamber pieces I had a choir piece um, actually the same the same choir piece um, that I wrote in fifth grade um, I thought it would be interesting to to bring that piece back for this uh, for this recital um, I performed a piece of my own um, couple pieces actually I conducted a few things um, and after that you know that 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 um, definitely enhanced my my love for you know working with other musicians and rehearsing and and organizing concerts and you know um and then after that i um became more exposed to conducting i conducted ensembles at my school performing my own works i um i conducted um i conducted a piece of mine um in salzburg and prague on our um our europe tour for school um, and then uh, senior year of high school, I um, went to Juilliard pre-college division, um, and it was a very great year. I learned a lot about composition and music in general, um, and I had such talented Juilliard musicians at my fingertips to write music for them. Um, and then, uh, senior year, that's, that summer, um, my musical relapse, the musical was performed at, um, the New Jersey Fringe Festival. Um, and then I was accepted into Juilliard and, you know, I've been there ever since. So here I am. 
Oh, that that's that's a really something, uh, Lewis. Yeah, great, great story. So, you know, we, we talked about, and we want to make clear that you do so many different uh, genres and varieties of music. However, the classical music uh, does kind of catch my eye, and I know how big of a part do you think the classic, I mean, some of the songs that we're featuring, one of them, I think, is a classical song. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, well, I sort I guess you could say it's super important to me because I sort of, like, all the music I write, I see through a classical lens now, um, even if it's the furthest thing from. Um, you know, I, I think classical music is definitely my favorite genre of music, um, but I also love writing for musical theater and writing... Um, for, for jazz ensembles, I, I, um, I don't know if this will be played later. I sent you a piece for Big Band, which I recorded virtually this year. Um, but I definitely see everything, you know, with a classical, having a classical foundation and, and influence for sure. Okay, uh, Lewis. So now the question is: we wanna, we wanna, we wanna know how do you go about right you know composing a song i mean we we know we talk to songwriters we you know singer songwriters and we 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 know their process but i mean for what you do where does it all start does it start with a, a melody and then you you write down notes sir um yeah well it really depends um if if i'm giving uh if i'm given lyrics to work with um i will usually sit down at the piano and see what comes out first um looking at the lyrics like the first couple lines usually get me going um and from there i'll take a look at the lyrics i'm saying i'll try to find a structure maybe there's like a, a verse chorus structure uh, maybe there's a bridge um maybe i'll need to reorder some things um after that i usually um will come up with like a chord progression or um some sort of harmonic sonority on the piano, um, you know, a key, or if it's not so much in a key, you know, as I said, a, like a sonority, like what kind of tone um, will it give? For a piece that doesn't have words, you know, it's a whole different game because I don't have a starting point. So I really have to create my own starting point. Um, and that usually starts with a melodic theme, um, and for me, um, I think the most important part of music is, you know, what is the audience going to hum or will they be humming after listening to your piece? You know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of music out there, um, <clears throat> that focuses less on theme and, and more on other things, um, and I think a lot can be taken taken from that kind of music. But for me, um, I like to focus a lot on theme and and how to develop the theme throughout the piece. Um, after that, um, I may think about the length of the piece, um, how many movements, um, how will I develop the material, um, the form of the piece. You know, will the will the piece open with a big bang? Um, and then will the middle section kind of dwindle down, be softer, a more lyrical 
um, rendition of the theme, and then will it recapitulate um, back up again? Um, so that's something I definitely think about. Um, the other the other approach I like to take um, is something called um, the sandbox method, and this is something that my teacher at Juilliard introduced me to, um, where I'll have a vision for the piece, but I'll just write what's on my mind. I'll just write like little snippets of the piece. And then from there, I'll, I'll say, okay, what's going on here? Um, is this suggesting some type of form? You know, I have four measures um, of this and four measures of this. How can I connect these ideas? So it's a lot of, it's a lot of planning, you know? Um, a lot of the pieces that I write, um, when I come up with a, with a melodic idea, I typically don't actually like write the piece right away, or at least now. Um, I used to do that um, because it used to come to me more naturally, but now I really like to think things through a lot more. Um, a lot of the time, a lot of the pieces that I write, um, I'll use material that I've sketched like months prior, you know? Um, and I think it just allows for like a fresher approach, you know? It, it could be... It could be slightly crippling to um, to start writing on a piece, working on a piece like right away, like as soon as I come up with an idea. Um, when when I do that, I, I'm bound to hit a block um, because the idea looks bigger in my head than it actually is. Um, yeah, those those are just a few examples. I mean, it's never the same. It, it always depends on what I'm doing. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I think like my the, the common denominator of all of my processes are just like giving it time and putting things away for a while and then coming back to it with a fresh eye and a fresh ear. Okay, Lewis, you know what? That sounds great. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. My guest today is Lewis Josephson, who is a great uh, composer, and uh, he is currently at uh, Juilliard, and he is originally from central New Jersey, and he creates so much great music through musicals and classical music and jazz and big band, and he has so many different projects that uh, he he's been working on he's been doing this pretty much all his life and uh, he brings so much joy and so much happiness to people at such a young age and we really appreciate him there i mean he could be the next john williams for all we know you know 20 30 years from now you could be saying oh my goodness you got lewis uh, josephson on the show and i'm gonna say yeah i was able to nab him and i hope when he is as big as john williams he will be doing another show that's all I ask from these people is when you're, 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 you've got the women, you've got the, uh, the, the money, the limos, the champagne, the crystal, just, uh, you know, give me a, give me, give me a, a chance to, uh, you know, uh, talk to you again. So again, my guest is Louis uh, Josephson, a great composer. You are listening to What's Up America with Mike Cara. Uh, as always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, the Central Florida, Orlando area, USA, planet Earth. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today.
circle count to ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Simple things I can do. Seconds, my whole world could shift. What once was concrete now seems to drift. One little shock to rebalance these waves. Splinter and fracture my memories for days. As long as they've cured me, that's all it's about. But the lingering voices still have their doubts. What did I lose so that I could regain? What are the traces of this shattered brain? My body is achy and shaky and cold. I feel young in an instant, the next I feel old. But they'll do it again. Electricity gnaws till things like my to our next segment of this edition of What's Up America with Mike Kara. As always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, the General Central Florida, uh, Orlando, Florida, USA, Planet Earth area. My guest today is a great composer. He is Louis A. Josephson, and he is actually a, a, a published and award-winning uh, ASCAP composer uh, from Central New Jersey. And right now he is attending Juilliard. Uh, he's about 19 to 20 from what I, I figure, and uh, he has accomplished so much. He's brought so much joy and happiness to people through his music already. And, uh, you know, keep an eye out for that name, Louis uh, Josephson. Again, Louis, it's such a pleasure and honor that you could join me today. Thanks so much. Uh, we're truly blessed, and we truly do appreciate it. Okay, uh, Lewis, so we want to talk about uh, some of these nice songs our audience has been listening to, and you can tell us a little bit about, you know, where where they're from and maybe the inspiration. Sure. So first we have here is Brownstone. Could you tell us about this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am currently living in a brownstone in New York City. So this piece is about my brownstone um, apartment, and... This piece is written for big bands, um, five saxophones, four trumpets, four trombones, and rhythm section. Um, and the piece was recorded virtually um, where I sent out a, a, a click track for these musicians to follow. 
um, and they all recorded them, you know, playing their parts. Um, and I mixed it, I mixed it together. Um, but this piece has a, uh, it has like a Latin popular vibe to it. Um, and the piece explores, you know, the different colors of the big band. Um, I try to develop the theme um, in many different ways that I can while keeping um, the momentum uh, going. Um, and the piece reminds me of my brownstone. I started writing the piece before before it was called brownstone. Um, but for some reason, it reminded me of, of, of my apartment. I'm not really sure why. I can't put it to words, but... You know, maybe, maybe um, when we when we play the piece, um, it'll you know the, the music may speak for itself. Um, it's just something that I kept in the back of my mind as I was working on the piece. Okay, and another song we have here is now it's Shattered Brain. Can you tell us about this one? Shattered Brain, yeah. So Shattered Brain is from uh, my musical Relapse, the musical. Um. And the song is about, well, Relapse the Musical um, is a musical about uh, mental health, and it's about um, four patients in a psych ward, a doctor, and a nurse. Um, and this specific song is about a schizophrenic patient, 16-year-old um, young girl who's, um, who's given uh, uh, EZT shock uh, therapy, um, and this song takes place after um, after the therapy. So she's a little traumatized. She's having trouble remembering her name, and she's being told, you know, can you count to ten for me? Can you draw a circle? Um, you know, that's those are things that she's being asked to do. Um, the same way, you know, when you're in a hospital the doctor or nurse may be like, can you tell me what day it is? You know, who's our president? Just to make sure your memory is okay. And she's kind of freaking out because she feels very foggy and she, you know, there's a line that says, and things like my name um, slowly give me pause. Um, so so that song, that song is about, um, is about her and her struggling with that. Okay, and now let's see here if I get this right. The J.M. Quartet, number one, two, peaceful and flowing. Is that it? Yeah, so um, that's the second movement of my clarinet quartet. Um, that was performed uh, at Juilliard last year. Um, the piece was written for my friends. Um, so this is the second movement. Um and each movement has like a different, each movement is about like a different element of our friendship. Um, the second movement is, it's just about like just the nights where we just hang out and just talk and there's no, no issues or anything. Um, Cause you know, the five of us, um, we have a very exciting friendship you know a lot going on a lot of arguments a lot of good and bad um but the second movement um is really just about just the nice and subtle moments 
Okay, so yeah, those are you know some some uh, great songs there. So Lewis, yeah, we're talking that you do such a variety of uh, mu- music. I mean, do you do just about everything except country and rap, or do you you do country and rap? <laughs> um, I have actually worked on a, a rap album. Um, it's I don't think it was ever like produced or anything, but I've. I've helped produce things for friends. Um, I've never done anything country. I have one song uh, in a musical that I'm working on now that's an homage to country music. Um, But my friend who is from Kentucky tells me that it's actually not very country. So (laughs) I'm not sure. Um, But the song, um, yeah. So I I guess you could say I have some exposure to rap and country but definitely not as much as the other stuff and, and what what about like uh polka music or, or, or stuff um i don't know i mean maybe not polka music but definitely in lots of um classical pieces um uh, you know of brahms um, or Mendelssohn, you know, they they may have influences of, of different cultures. Um, and I guess vicariously uh, that influenced me. Um, I, I am writing a musical now called Delhinov. Um, the title is going to change, probably. Um, but there's a lot of klezmer... Um, elements throughout this piece. Um, it's about um, a Jewish ghetto in World War II. Um, so there's a lot of klezmer elements within that. Oh, okay. So, Louis, when you mentioned that you're writing a musical, so that means you're writing all the music, all the lyrics, all, all of the dialogue for the, the, the play, everything then? Um. No, I'm I'm collaborating with a with the lyricist and playwright. So, okay. Um, yeah. So the song uh, the song Shattered Brain, I collaborated with uh, the playwright Justin Giacchetti, okay. who wrote the lyrics and the book. Um, I wrote the music and the orchestrations. Okay. So you you pretty much. So I mean, is for the most part, then what you do is write mu- mu- music, then compose mu- music. Uh, do you, you sometimes do the lyrics or? Um. Yeah, I've I've written lyrics before. Um, I'm working on something now. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I I'm thinking um, it might be a chamber opera. Um, it might turn into a concept album. Um, similar to, like, you know, music by The Who um, or Steely Dan, some sort of concept album. Um, and I wrote, I wrote the lyrics um, for that. I also wrote the music. Oh, so I mean, we're, we're are we talking like uh, like something like Tommy or a rock opera? Or? Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Um, um... But I'm I'm not quite sure yet. I'm still. I mean, I have I have the lyrics already written. I mean, you know, of course, I might tweak things or add or remove or something. But I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to use these lyrics for. Um, but it's the first time I've 
um, written lyrics to that extent. Oh, so so yeah, you have these lyrics, and yeah, you have to see how that you can incorporate them then into the the the, the, the this play or this uh, rock opera, huh? Mm-hmm, exactly. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that, that's great that, yeah, yeah you could. And we we mentioned, uh, you know, that you play in all the different, uh, you mentioned that you even had a chance uh, to go, uh, you know, over, overseas. And, I mean, it seems like like mm-hmm. uh, you, you have a lot of opportunities to take your music, not just on the Internet, which we'll talk about, but literally in the countries themselves in person, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of opportunities have been given to me and a lot of opportunities I've found myself. Um, You know, I'm super lucky. The high school I went to um, had a fantastic music program. um, And I was I was shown many, you know, I was given many opportunities to do things um, such as conduct my piece on our on our tour, as I mentioned earlier. Oh, wow. So yeah, you, you do uh, c- conducting uh, too. So that that that's great. You, you know, have all these great uh, ta- talents, and uh, you you're a- able to. So that that must be uh, fun to actually conduct the music that you you write, huh? So much fun. Yeah, so much fun. Um, it's uh, it's fun to conduct my music for sure. There are definitely times where I like um, stepping down and asking someone else to do it so I can just sit back and listen Um, because I'm, like, super-duper picky. Um, There are definitely um, some times in high school where um, I was granted, like, a a chance to record a piece with the orchestra by high school. Um, And I look back and I was thinking, you know, maybe I should have should have had the teacher conduct, you know, because the students respond to them better um, and we would have gotten more accomplished. But um, it definitely is so fulfilling to conduct my own music or, or other music. I love I love conducting. It's definitely something I would pursue as a career. Okay, Lewis, you know what? That sounds great. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. My guest today is Lewis Josephson, who is a a great uh, composer. He is originally from central New Jersey, and right now he is attending Juilliard School of Music and uh, Juilliard, and we are so blessed and honored that uh, he is uh, here uh, today to tell us all about his great uh, music and the joy and happiness. Talk about essential workers. You know, that's what we need. Uh, you know, we need the lights on, but we, you know, we need the power on, but we need something to listen to and something, you know, to fill our heart and soul. And we hope that, uh, you know, that uh, Lewis c- can definitely do that for me. And we hope for others with his beautiful and wonderful music. My guest, Lewis uh, Josephson. You are listening to the Mike Care. You are listening to What's Up America with Mike Cara, as always, probably broadcasting from uh, Coe, Florida. You know the General Central Florida area, Orlando area, USA, Planet Earth. And please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today.
Well, welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of What's Up America with Mike Kara. As always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, which is in the general uh, Orlando, Central Florida area, USA, planet Earth. My guest today is a great musical composer, the one and only Mr. Lewis A. Josephson, who is a published and award-winning ASCAP composer, and he does a lot of great mu- music. Uh, we tried to give you a little sampling of the music he does. Uh, go to his website. I, I'm sure there are samples, but you got to listen to this uh, guy. He's uh, you know he's a, he's a great uh, uh, composer, and uh, we hope big things from him. And like I said, you know when he's he's up there scoring all these movies, you know, we hope that uh, you know he'll come back and tell you know how that journey was, how uh, you know he. Th- that experience was and we're so blessed and honored to have uh joseph uh, lewis josephson here today i'm gonna almost call him joseph lewison but no lewis a josephson a great name great person great individual and great composer so thank you to Lewis, and we also want to thank each and every one of our radio, our podcast listeners, I should say, and I am um, for joining us today, sharing my love and passion for what I do, which is basically bringing you Lewis's love and passion for what he does. And if you've got an idea, uh, not just a particular guest name, but that's appreciated as well, but just maybe, you know, a chef, an author, you know, maybe just you know, just an idea. Maybe you want to talk about, you know, hydrodynamics or nuclear energy or astrophysics you know i i'm always willing to learn and on this show we always we always hope to expand ourselves we love our bands and we love our music uh, but we want to have everyone on there and we know that music is such a great part of it and you know music music is uh, is a, is a life source is a way of life i heard the other day that uh, scotland you know music for scotland is its big life source but i think it's a big life source for america too Okay, so, uh, you know, if you'd like to, anyways, after that rant and tirade, I guess it wasn't too bad. You could go to MikeCara.com, give me a call, send me an email, send me a text, DM, private message, Twitter, tweeting, a tweet or whatever, private tweet, hello. Please, uh, you know, do do that, uh, MikeCara.com. So, again, my guest, Louis A. Josephson, and Louis, pleasure and honor you could join me today. Thanks so much. We truly do appreciate it, and we truly are blessed. Okay, Louis, so we want to talk a little about, you know, we mentioned about the uh, Internet. And uh, so, first of all, you have a website? I do. Um, yeah, my website is www.lewisjosephson.com. So, Louis, L-O-U-I-S, Josephson, J-O-S-E-P-H-S-O-N.com. And you obviously have a uh, Facebook uh, page. That's where I had the pleasure of finding you. So you can, so you yeah. just search Louis Josephson, or how do I guess? Yeah. Um, I mean, you can go through my website, and all of my other links can be found on there. Um, if you just Google my name, it'll come up. Um, you know, Lewis Josephson Music um, or Lewis Josephson Composer, either one should work. 
Okay. And now the, the question, Lewis, is uh, everyone's probably interested in actually seeing, the, the, you know, what we're all talking about. So your YouTube channel, do you have one? Is there some good videos on there? Yeah, sure. I have a YouTube channel. Um, this can also be found um, by just typing my name on YouTube. I don't have, like, a special, like, YouTube link or anything. Um so you can you can just find me if you if you look up my name. It can also be found on my website. Oh, great! And uh, so so yeah, you so you have certain um, things or or, or, or so, like you conducting on YouTube or what? What's there then? Yeah, there's a couple things. There, um, well, m more recently, there are a lot of virtual performances of my pieces. Um, Definitely something I've um, been tackling a lot lately is um, production, um, video and audio editing, um, having to, you know, put together all the little screens um, of everyone playing their parts, um, trying to do that in a creative way. Um, and, you know, audio editing, the same way, you know, audio engineers would, you know, work with live musicians um in the in the studio i've been doing that virtually and remotely there are also um videos of me performing my pieces um a lot of just recordings of other people performing my pieces there are a few large ensemble recordings on there some chamber pieces um i think that should be it um i don't Think there's any, there's nothing else that I do. <laughs> I don't I don't teach any math lessons or anything on on YouTube. It's all it's all just my music. Oh, okay. And now, as far as you know, speaking of uh, the, the the music, then I mean, are you on any of these like uh, streaming sites or Google or Apple or anything or? Um. No, I'm not. Um. I'm actually not. Um, okay. Maybe one. Maybe one day. Yeah. Eventually. I. I don't. I don't have any. Um, anything that I would put on there yet. Um, right. Right. I actually plan on recording my musical relapse, the musical, professionally in a studio, sometime soon. So that's something I would definitely put on a streaming platform once it's ready. Okay. Okay, uh, Lewis, and now the question before we uh, go go here. Uh, you know, we, we mentioned that you're at Juilliard now. You're you're young. You have the, the world ahead of you. Your future is, is bright. So, I mean, right now, music is pretty much, you know, composing is, is pretty much, you know, what you're going to do the rest of your life. That's the direction you're going to take then? Absolutely. Yeah, there, I, I would not be happy doing anything else. Oh, great. So, I mean, as far as, uh, you, you know, future goals is to, you know, maybe write for more or maybe write for Broadway <laughs> when it gets going again, huh? That's, that's the goal, yes. Oh, Absolutely. oh great. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to. So, yeah, and, and as far as if anybody would like, you know, to contact you and say uh, the music's great or have any more questions, they could contact you through your website or. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah, they can also they can also email me. Um, you have my email, so yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> At lewisjosephson.com. Uh, great. And, uh, so, I mean, do you have like a, a mailing list, or I mean, if somebody wants to keep uh, you know informed about what you're doing, is there a, a good way to do that? Or, um, I actually don't have a mailing list, um, <clears throat> but I think that the best way is um, you know I I post um, you know when pieces are. When I have a, a new recording of a piece or something, I, I post it on my YouTube, my website. Um, so I think that's the best way. I've never, I've never considered doing a mailing list. It's not a bad idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we hope that you know everyone you know will check out your website. Okay, Lewis, any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? No, I'm just. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for. For having me do this, it was such a such a pleasure. Okay, uh, and if you could give your website one final time, please. Yes, uh, yeah, my website is www dot l o u i s j o s e p h s o n dot com. Lewisjosephson dot com. Okay, my guest has been Lewis Josephson, and you've been listening to What's Up America with Mike uh, Kara, and please catch us again next time.